It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. The French have a certain je ne sais quoi. Whether it's their style, their culinary skills, or their general passion for life, American women want what French women have. In Lessons from Madame Chic, 20 Stylish Secrets I Learned While Living in Paris, style expert and blogger Jennifer Scott reveals the lifestyle secrets and rules that guide the French as they live fully and passionately. And she's joining us today on Amy's Table. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Hi, Amy. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I love your book. First of all, it's cute. It's chic in and of itself, from the little drawing on the front to the content in the book. What do you think, if you had to sum it up, is the singular difference between American women's approach to life and style and the French? Well, I would say the singular difference is that the French women tend to infuse passion into everything they do. Ah, nice. Yes, I don't think they get so bogged down by the details. Of course they do. They're women, and we all have so much on our plates. But I think that they are really good at adding a bit of levity and passion into their life. Well, you know, one of the things that I read, uh, I think, in your book was the fact that you said chic is not doing two things at once. And so do you think it's our multitasking, our trying to get ahead, our our oh-so-busy lives of the American women that we are forgetting to infuse everything with a little passion? I think so. I think we definitely need to slow down a little bit. You know, we try to do so much. We try to cram so much into every day. And we forget. I mean, even right now, I'm I'm just dealing with this where I'm like, whoa, I need to slow down. (laughs) I know. know? Um, Multitasking. uh, The quote I have in the book says, um, to do things, two things at once is to do neither. And it's, uh, that's, I love that quote because it's so good when you just focus on one thing and you focus on doing it passionately, it is so transformative. Well, you know, the very first thing, of course, that I would think of the difference between French and Americans and not just women is food and is their approach to food and eating. And that's one of your things that tops your list of Mm -hmm. how to be Madame Chic. So talk to me a little bit about the French approach to eating. Absolutely. Um, The first two chapters in my book discuss this. And one of my favorite philosophies is to deprive yourself not. And I think we have so much... Uh, neuroses <laughs> around our eating routine. Yeah. You know, if we have a, if we're presented with a beautiful decadent meal, in our heads we're thinking, oh, is this going to make me fat? Oh, do I have to go to the gym? How many calories does this have? How much of this should I be eating? There's all this chatter in our mind about this, and we're not actually enjoying the food. When, you know, we really should be. That's the point. You know, and um, you, you make me think that that sums up the quote you just gave. If you're sitting there thinking about how you're going to deal with what you're eating, you're doing two things at once and neither one very well. <laughs> absolutely. A- absolutely. I never thought about it like that, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. If you really focus on it, then you can really enjoy it more. But do you think, though, that there is somewhere a little portion control going on there? Or, I mean, because, you know, what what was the famous book, French Women Don't Get Fat? Mm -hmm. So, obviously, while they're enjoying their food with passion, um, maybe just not so much of it, or maybe it's the quality of the food itself. Absolutely. It's both. But really, when when you're mindful and present when you're eating your food, you're more in tune with Um, your hunger levels. So you don't tend to eat more. If you're sitting in front of your computer having lunch and you're on Facebook and you're not paying attention to your food, then you could eat a lot more than is necessary. But if you're just sitting there mindfully, calmly, 
focusing on your food, then you know when to stop. And it is about portion control. That is a big thing as well. Yeah. And and one of the things that you discuss in the book is making it look beautiful as well. And that, all of a sudden, you're less apt to mow through a plate of something if you've taken yes. the effort to make it look lovely and you're, you're eating good quality food and food that looks delicious as well. Absolutely. Presentation is key as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, fitness works into every woman's life. I don't care what country they're from, but how is the chic French approach to fitness different than us? Well, I noticed when I was living there that the French tend to incorporate exercise into their everyday life. And whether that's they do their grocery shopping on foot or they climb the stairs in lieu of the elevator, they tend to really infuse it into every aspect rather than leading a more sedentary life and then atoning for it at the gym the next day. That makes a lot of sense. I know that many, many of the French also don't go to the grocery store and load up their trunk and their freezer mm-hmm. and all that like we do. So it's a walk to the market every day as well, you know, incorporating it in that way. Absolutely. Every day I would go with my host mother, who I call Madame Chic in the book, and we would, she would go to the markets every day with her little trolley. She would always walk and fill it up with just local items for the next day or the, or the day after, but she would never stock up on bulk items in her car. And that's how she stayed fit. Yeah, that makes so much sense. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Jennifer Scott and about her book, Lessons from Madame Chic, 20 Stylish Secrets I Learned While Living in Paris. And, you know, one of the things, of course, French, France and Paris and French women are all about style and they make it look so effortless. And I think here we also focus on that a lot. What are some of the style secrets of the French? Well, I think the French are really good at finding their own true style. And they don't necessarily um, follow the trends. If you're a trendy person, then then you do. But otherwise, they really um, just think about what works best for them. For example, my host mother, Madame Chic, she would she wore a uniform of A-line skirts and cashmere sweaters. That's what worked for her. She loved it. She felt comfortable in them, and that's what she wore. And she was so stylish. And yet not, as you say, she didn't have a different outfit for every day of the week or every day no. of the month. It was her look. That was her look, and that's, that's another thing. Another major chapter in the book is about liberating yourself with what I call the 10-item wardrobe, which scares a lot of women. You know, but, it's, um, <laughs> it scared me, Jennifer, but it also, I could see myself being liberated by that because I have to be honest, I have a closet full of clothes. And yet I don't wear most of them. I I don't love most of them. Mm -hmm. And the idea of your list really makes a lot of sense. Can we whiz through it real quick? Absolutely. So the the idea with the 10-item wardrobe is, and and as a backstory, when I came to Paris, I had two huge overstuffed suitcases full of clothes. And when Madame Chic showed me my room, I had this tiny little freestanding wardrobe with about 10 hangers in it. And I thought, where am I going to keep all of my clothes? (laughs) What's going on here? But I realized that most French women have a capsule wardrobe of clothing. And the way I I love to um, talk about this on my blog, The Daily Connoisseur, but I think one of the main things is that women need to clear out the clutter from their wardrobe. Go through your clothes and really be brutally honest. Do you wear it? Do you love it? Does it look good on you? Ask yourself these questions. And once you clear the clutter and you store away seasonal items, like, for example, right now we're in winter here and you don't need sundresses. Right. You know, get, get all the clutter away and you, you 
find yourself with a capsule wardrobe of core items. You don't have to have 10. If that scares you, you can have 20. But the point is, is that everything in your wardrobe is something that you love and that you want to wear every single day. And that really helps with your true style because it cuts out the confusion in the morning because you're not looking at a wardrobe of 150 items. You're looking at a wardrobe of, you know, 10 items. Plus, you know, I have extras on the list like T-shirts and blazers. And it helps you really pull a beautiful outfit for the day in no time at all. And it helps you, as you say, develop your style. And I don't know how, I mean, I can't say that I've fully developed, I don't have a look per se all the time, but I know what I feel great in. And it's crazy that I don't wear what I feel great in all the time. It is. It is, it is crazy. And yeah. I, I had that revelation as well. I'm thinking, why am I, why am I wasting an entire day wearing something that I don't love? Yeah. It's, it, uh, you know. And most of us, have, we don't need to go on a shopping spree for this. We have what we already love in our wardrobe. We just need to clear out the noise. Yep, exactly. The, oh, I love you know? that. That's going to be something I'm going to work on, the 10-item wardrobe. I love oh, that. Good. Well, you also mentioned, of course, you know, we should be wearing the clothes we love. We should be using and looking at and living in amongst the things that we love. And, and so that is something all of us are guilty of as Americans. We store away the good stuff. We save it for that certain day. And yet it should be every day, right? Yes, this is one of the, my favorite lessons I learned from Madame Chic, and it's always use the best things that you have. And I learned this lesson one of the first nights I was staying in her house, and I was walking to the kitchen, and I was wearing my pajamas. My pajamas were a ratty old pair of white sweatpants with a hole in the knee <laughs> and a college T-shirt. It was so comfortable. I just loved my, my pajamas. But she looked at me, and she said, why, uh, why are you wearing those sweatpants with a hole in the knee? And I and I said, oh, because they're comfortable. And she said, well, why do you keep them if they have a hole in the knee? And I suddenly had this light bulb moment, like, wait, why, why did I send these sweatpants <laughs> all the way from California to Paris to wear in someone else's home? And I was so horrified with myself. And I, it was just a moment where I thought, wait, why, why don't I wear beautiful pajamas? Yeah, that is funny. Comfort, you know, Tim Gunn, I had the opportunity to interview him once, and his quote was, comfort is overrated. It is so (laughs) overrated. (laughs) It's so right. Yeah, because, you know, the very next day I went out and I bought a pair of pajamas. They weren't expensive. They were at the store called ETEM back then. I don't know if it's still there. But um, they were beautiful. They were meant for the purpose of sleeping in, and they were comfortable. They, yep. they were just as comfortable as my horrible, embarrassing sweatpants that I was wearing at her house. Oh, the sweatpants, though. Every, everyone can relate to that, though, and the sudden feeling of, why do I have this? Well, I, we need to wrap up, but I want you to send me off on one final tip, and that is, what is this perfect no-makeup look that the French women have? Oh, yes, I love this. Um, the no makeup look. It looks like you're not wearing makeup, but you are, and it just enhances your features. And so what I encourage women to do is find a routine that works for you based on how much time you have to get ready in the morning. Some people have five minutes, ten minutes. uh, Some people have 20 minutes to put makeup on. But whatever you have, you can work with it, whether it's just tinted moisturizer and mascara and lip balm or a more detailed routine. 
Lino makeup look is just fabulous because it doesn't look high maintenance and it's not high maintenance. It just enhances your natural beauty without looking like you're trying too hard. And I love that. Yeah, again, very chic. Well, I love the tips. I love your enthusiasm. Your blog is fantastic, too. And I'm going to put all of Jennifer Scott's information on amystable.com. But again, the book is Lessons from Madame Chic, 20 Stylish Secrets I Learned While Living in Paris. Jennifer Scott, thank you so much. I'm feeling chicer already. I'm going to go home and weed through my closet. (laughs) Thank you, Amy. It was a pleasure. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. 